The views and opinions on Pipe Bomb Radio are of the cast and crew only. Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Now, one of you assholes start this show. Here we go. Three, two, one, and relax. Relax! The 50th anniversary of metal. Yes. Par four. This is your host, the master of mayhem himself. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about something going on right now. I am fucking tired. I'm absolutely tired. There is a lot of brainstorming going here at Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Many show ideas many topics this is part four i have had to rebuild this list a little bit because in some other show comments that uh people were like you're playing the same artist more than once okay i get it but i cannot personally change an ai list of the top 50 tracks over 50 years this is the way everybody has voted for it So, this is how it's working, all right? We are currently doing 1998 to 2007. This list, again, a lot of banger tracks, a little bit more modernized, probably a bunch of tracks that a lot of people actually know, which is a good thing. So, without further ado, we're going to continue the history of metal 50 years of it and yeah that is a lot of metal but first up on today's show being recorded on the 18th of december is corn you're gonna say well you played corn the last show well corn made the list again don't like it tough shit I just can't do anything else to say anything else about it. Freak on a Leash is the track in question. It was written in 1997 and recorded in May of 98 at NRG Recording Studios in North Hollywood, California. It was released as their second single on May 25th, 1999, and is considered to be one of the most successful singles. Since its release in the UK, it has been released over 10 times. It was released in the United Kingdom three times, twice in Mexico and Australia, once in Germany, once in France, once in the United States, and once in Switzerland. Guitarist Brian Head Wyke said that the song was about Jonathan Davis being a freak on a leash, sort of a kinky dominatrix thing. Leah Furman 
said that the song revolved around the mixings blessings of fame. Here is Freak on a Leash by Korn. It's Pipe on Metallic NYC, 50 years of metal from 68 to 2017. takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Something's raped and taken from me From me Life's gotta always be messing with me Can't it chill and let me be free Can't I take away
This is Bogdan, lead singer from Robots and Gods, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Rock on! Corn with Freak on a Leash here on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. My God. 1998 was probably one of the craziest years for any type of music whatsoever. But it doesn't end there. Here comes 1999. Yeah, I said it, 1999. And we got Slipknot. Now, Joey Jordison recalled within an interview of Krang that he wrote the music for Wait and Bleed on his own. Showed it to the guys at a rehearsal, and then Corey wrote some lyrics really fast in our practice space. He took us to a new level immediately. The song about that switch in your head that can go at any moment, noted Corey Taylor. You go from being a civilized human to being someone who commits terrible acts. I've always been fascinated by the way we've represented ourselves as civilians when at any moment we can become animals. Rest in peace, Joey Jordison, by the way. Uh, that, that life ended way too quick. But I will tell you, we have Slipknot, Wait and Bleed, here on Pipe Bomb Metallic, NYC. I felt the air rise up in me Hear down clear the stone of leaves I wander out where you can't see Inside my shell I wait tamely I felt the air rise up in me I'm very wrong. I am just a 
brings to you today one of the best, if not the best, ticket app on the market today, TickPick. Buy live event tickets online at lower prices. TickPick has no service fees. Get last-minute tickets to your phone instantly with TickPick. Not ready to buy yet? Learn how to price freeze. A new way for customers to continue saving by using the TickPick app and freezing prices while they plan. With over $100 million in customer savings and counting, we guarantee the best prices. That includes tickets for sports, concerts, and theater. Yes, I said theater tickets. Use the link in the description of our show and start getting great deals on your tickets today. The master of mayhem said so. Ah, yeah, tick pick. And it just so happens to be lined up with the real reason why this show, Pipe Bomb Radio NYC, Pain Train, Pipe Bomb, have all come together. TickPick was the app that I used to go to a Disturbed concert. Yeah. And within that Disturbed concert made me realize that life's choices or life's actions needed to be changed. Therefore, that's why we have been busting out so much content as much as possible in the last few months, finishing projects like this one, the 50 Years of Metal, that was originally started back in 2017. It is, yes, six years later. Pipe Bomb Metallic is back in full action, and uh, we are going to try to bring you the best shows the same way TickPick did for me when going to this next artist on stage at Jones Beach this past summer, and it just so happens to be disturbed, track and question, down with the sickness. Now, down with the sickness was recorded in 1999, released as the second single from the band's debut studio album, The Sickness. The song is about how society treats people who are different, and is a concert staple, usually played as the last song of every set. In the middle of the song, lead singer David Draymond acts out a skit where he's being abused by his mom, but it does not happen in the radio version of the track. The song hasn't been interpreted as an allegory for a negative state of mind. Here is Disturbed with Down With The Sickness from 1999 on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC.
Machetti don't text, but Machetti listens to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC on Mixcloud.com. Disturbed, down with the sickness, and that was from the year 2000. Wow. Now, next up on the show, here comes some fun. And a very, really weird description on it, but it just so happens to be System of a Down with Chop Suey. Now, Chop Suey, the song's meaning is not clear. There are a number of diverse explanations floating around with this track. The most prevailing one is that it deals with the issue of substance abuse, which in a roundabout way could be true. In some interviews, System of a Down said they wanted to put the word suicide in the name, but didn't because everyone would censor it, so they just named it Chop Suey Side as a play on words. Here is System of a Down with Chop Suey. 50 Years of Metal, 68 to 2017. Pipe Bomb Metallic, NYC.
people in New York and around the world. This is Pablo from Clay Soldiers and you are listening Pine Pong Radio New York City where the rock it's alive. Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC Hot live on the air hitting every top chart known to man. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I hate to say it, but it was true when I thought about this, that uh, the suicide part of System of Down, Chop Suey, actually mentioned quite a few times throughout the track. It's probably just, you know, like, here's my issue with music these days. We listen to the music, but we never actually try to find out, like, the meanings of the songs. We never actually read the lyrics. We just legitimately just listen to music. Whatever gives us the adrenaline rush, the focus, whatever. But for them to actually make sure that they did not name it suicide was actually pretty good on their part. All right. We are coming up to the middle half of the show. And we come up to the year 2002. The band. Oh, my God. It's Godsmack. The track, I Stand Alone, was written by Sully Erna and produced by Murdoch for the film The Scorpion King, with the band receiving a script, a trailer, deciding to then write about the main character, Matthias. The film star, Dwayne Johnson, complimented the result, saying, when you see that on the trailer, I Stand Alone, that's a hot, hot song and very indicative of what the characters are all about. Ernie elaborated on how the song was created. He had a little bit of time to start writing a new album, and it turned out that the Scorpion King director, Chuck Russell, was a fan of Godsmack and wanted to use our song Voodoo originally in the movie. But because the song was a little dated, he wanted me to redo it, and he goes, yeah, I'm not up for that. Instead, I submitted new music and had written I Stand Alone. Once we were working together, he leaned on me a little bit to help me find some of the best at up-and-coming bands. I Stand Alone did reach number one on the mainstream rock charts, number 20 on the modern rock charts, and achieved a gold certification for more than half a million copies shipped in the United States, spurring over 1.5 million copies for the album Faceless and propelling Godsmack to worldwide popularity. Here is Godsmack, I Stand Alone, from the Scorpion King with Dwayne The Rock Johnson on Pipe Bomb Metallic, NYC.
everyone. Here is Ricardo Margadona and Rebecca Riss, and you are listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Yes, Pipe Bomb Radio NYC presenting Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. And that was Godsmack, I Stand Alone from the year 2002. And moving on is Evan Essence from 2003, the track Bring Me to Life. And it is a debut single by Evan Essence off their studio album Fallen from 2003. Wind Up released it as the album's single on April 7th, 2003, following its inclusion in the soundtrack of the film Daredevil. The song was written by Amy Lee when she was 19 years old about having been desensitized in an abusive relationship and realizing that she'd be missing out on life. Guitarist Ben Moody and David Hodges also share songwriting credits on the song, which speakers guest vocals from Paul McCoy of the band 12 Stones. Bring Me to Life is primarily a new metal track. Male vocals, which are rapped, were forced with the label against Lee's wishes in order to market it in the musical landscape of the time. Here is Evan Essence, Bring Me to Life from 2003 on Pipe on Metallic, NYC. Oh, 
Sophia from Call of Sirens, and you are listening to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Evanescence from the year 2003, Bring Me to Life. And once again, you got to try to check out the lyrics a little bit more and more because, uh, yeah, I mean, some of this shit gets really crazy. And to know that she wrote about how she wasn't living her life from a bad relationship, well, shit, maybe that's how we can kind of all relate to it at some point. I'm not sure. It's been a while that I've had to deal with a bad relationship. Relationships have been pretty good as of late. Next up on the show from the year 2004, we have Kill Switch Engage, the track End of Heartache. And this is a very, very prototypical one. That is the uh, third studio album released by Kill Switch, released on May 11th, 2004 through Roadrunner Records. And it is the first album to feature lead vocalist Howard Jones and drummer Justin Foley. And it received positive acclaim from the critics the album when darkness falls appeared on the soundtrack to the 2003 horror film freddy versus jason the album debuted on the top 40 on australian charts in 2004 following a successful tour of that country with the band anthrax won best album of 2004 metal hammer golden god awards the title track was nominated for Best Metal Performance at the 47th Annual Grammy Awards. Here is Kill Switch Engage, the end of heartache on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC.
And you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Pipe Bomb Radio NYC bringing you Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. That was kill switch engaged with the end of heartache. And we're now moving on to the final three on the show. And from that lovely year of 2005, we have Avenged Sevenfold. With Backcountry. Now, Backcountry, released in August of 2005, was the second single from their third album, City of Evil. Avenged Sevenfold won Best New Artist Video at the 2006 MTV Video Music Awards for the song. And on May 4th, 2021, the single was certified platinum by the RIAA. For these reasons, Backcountry is often believed to be the band's most commercially played song. And its influence comes from Hunter S. Thompson's 1971 novel, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, with the title itself being the direct quote from the book which Raoul Drew Duke, the alter ego of pseudonym of Thompson, is on his way to Las Vegas while being affected by various drugs. Here is Backcountry by Avenge Sevenfold, Pipe Bomb Metallic, NYC.
This is Nick from Crossover, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Pipe Bomb NYC, bringing you Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC. That was Avenged Sevenfold with Bad Country from 2005, and we're down to the final two for part four of this lovely epic, epic five-part series. And the second-to-last track on the show, Through the Fire and Flames, often abbreviated as TTFAF, done by British British power metal band Dragon Force. The song is acclaimed for the most successful song by the band, song-led and led single and opening track for Dragon Force's third album, Inhuman Rampage, known primarily for its rapid twin guitar solos by Herman Lee and Sam Totman. The song peaked at number 86 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 61 on the Canadian Hot 100 in 2008, making it the band's only single to reach either chart. This song also became very popular on the lovely platform of YouTube, sending the song to number 13 on the Rock Songs chart, and has sold 1.1 million copies in the United States alone and has been certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America, meaning the RIAA. Also, this massive track just so happened to be one of the most difficult songs to ever be played on the guitar game Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock and made it even more popular throughout the video game. Here is Dragon Force with Through the Fire and Flames, and when we come back, we close out part four of the 50th anniversary of metal from 68 to 2017.
Hey, this is Lynn from Sound Machine FM, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Through the fire and flames. Wow. That song is long, but it is absolutely nuts with all of the guitar riffs. That was Dragon Force once again with Through the Fire and Flames. We've come down to the last track for part four of the 50th anniversary history of metal. And it just so happens to be the band As I Lay Dying. The album that this track came off of is An Ocean Between Us. And it's the fourth studio album by As I Lay Dying, released on August 21st, 2007 by Metal Blade Records. It debuted at number eight on the Billboard 200 with sales close to 39,500 copies. The album includes the track I'm going to play, Nothing Left, The Sound of Truth, The Within Destruction, I Never Wanted, and An Ocean Between Us, with all five of those tracks including Nothing Left, having music videos produced for all of them. This is your host, the master of mayhem himself, Ricky Lewinkwich. We will catch you next time on Pipe Bomb Metallic NYC with the fifth and final chapter of the 50th anniversary of metal from 1968 to 2017. Till then, we will catch you on the flip side and hope you enjoy the holiday seasons.
just listen to Pipe Bomb Metallic, hosted by the press, aka the master of mayhem, Ricky Litwinkowicz. Don't forget to check out other Train Pipe Bomb productions, such as Pipe Bomb Radio NYC and Pain Train Pipe Bomb. Don't forget to get all your Pipe Bomb merch at paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com Tune in again next time for another episode of Pipe Bomb Metallic.